So, uh, Gab, we were speaking of Porsche earlier with the Rennsport event in Laguna Seca, but you got to drive uh, one of the special editions that came out this year, the uh, yeah. the uh, the 911 SC. ST, yeah, exactly. ST. So, <clears throat> the um, this nomenclature, uh, 911 ST, actually harks back to uh, a special model that uh, Porsche developed Uh, way back in the late uh, 60s, uh, 1969 actually, and uh, it was a lightweight model that they were, you know, looking uh, to uh, sell to uh, customers who wanted to go into competition okay. with a car. So officially, it was known as the 911S, but internally, that model with uh, the Porsche engineers was known as the ST uh, for sport touring, and uh, so they they took that badge, if you will, uh, to create this new uh, 911ST. Um, obviously. You know, 2023, it's the 60th anniversary of the 911. The, the 911 was introduced in 1963. Yeah. And so it's a, sort of like an anniversary car, anniversary model, so to mm -hmm. speak, uh, for, for that. And that's the reason why this car, this new 911 ST will only be built. Uh, they're only building 1,963 cars. You know, the exact date. Wow. Of, uh, of the year that, uh, Porsche has a way with yeah, that. Exactly. With, the, with the numbers. So they're building, uh, 1,963 of them only. That's it. Not, not one more. And so to speak, you know, it's a bit of, um, they call it the purists 911 because when you look at it, it's sort of like the, um, the bodywork, if you will, or the configuration of a 911 GT3 Touring, but you get the mechanicals of the 911 GT3 RS. Mm -hmm. So you get the, you know, the much more powerful uh, engine. And also, this car is only available with a manual gearbox, six-speed manual gearbox. This There's is no, marvelous. No I automatic, mean, no PDK, yeah. none of that. So it, go, it, goes to, it goes to show that they made it for purpose. Exactly, like you, exactly. Uh, yeah, now, You know, when I first drove it, um, the, the one thing that's really amazing when you fire it up is you play with the throttle a little bit and, and the revs go up and they come back down immediately. Okay. And the reason why is because they have a much lighter flywheel and clutch pack on okay. this car. It only weighs 10 kilos. So the revs, it revs like a racing engine. You know, you, you, you put your foot down, the revs climb immediately, mm -hmm. you lift off the throttle, boom. They go back down to zero immediately. It's it's amazing. So because of that, you know, I, I've no I've raced cars before. I, I know how to heal and tow. So I was trying. I was driving the car. I was healing, towing, and things uh -huh. like that. And I, you know, all of the the cars that are manual gearboxes now, they have these rev match. You know, technology. Yeah. So when you downshift, so you don't, you know, so you don't you lose uh, your momentum exactly, yeah. and or you you don't uh, wind up with engine compression. You mm -hmm. know, when you release the clutch, and I couldn't find it anywhere in this car. So I said, "This is great." You know, they've they've even done away with that because <laughs> you need the heel and toe. But then the engineers told me, "No, no, we we did put a rev matching feature in the car, but it's not on by default. Okay, you have to go through the menus." And find it to switch it on. Okay. So in other words, they're 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 think, thinking like the guy who's going to buy this knows how to drive. Yeah. And if he doesn't, 
We'll give him a help. Yeah, that, <laughs> yeah that's, pr- that's the way <laughs> they perfect to do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's 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 a it's a really really cool car that way. It's the lightest 911, 1,380 kilos. Really? Yeah, and it's got um, uh, the the gearing is shorter by about eight percent on the manual gearbox compared to the GT3 Touring. So shorter gears. The sound is unbelievable. <laughs> so this is a, it's got a sport exhaust. It's not, none of these exhaust flaps, like, you know, you toggle, you know, yep. race yep. mode or whatever. Press the little button. For, <laughs> exactly. None of that. It, this car is loud. All the time. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> you know, it's, it's yeah, because really, it would really add cool. weight if you you put all these actuators yeah, right, exactly. for the exhaust. So we don't so, need that. And, and the reason also why they they focus so much on the weight is that you know obviously there's some carbon fiber bits on the on the car, uh, the hood, the doors, the roof, but also you know they did away with the rear wheel steering that you find on some of the 911s mm-hmm. in order to save weight yeah and the car is so agile you don't really need it and they, yeah. they, they tuned all the systems with the PSM and PASM in order to account for the fact that they didn't have the, the rear wheel steer this car is an absolute blast to drive we drove it on in uh, the, south, the southern part of Italy on uh, a two lane road that winds up the mountains it was all second and third gear all the time. Oh, really? And you, but you get up to 160 kilometers an hour or about, you know, uh-huh. third gear. So it was, it was really, um, really, really cool. And the key thing about this car is that obviously it's going to cost a fortune. Uh-huh. And that fortune is $343,900 <laughs> base price. You can also add um, a heritage design option package with... You know, which has uh, special colors, uh, special colors for the wheels. Uh, they call it uh, uh, Ceramica. And um, and you can also have a racing number on the door. Mm-hmm. And Just to make it look very zero, authentic. Yeah, from 0 to 99. The number 63 will be hugely popular with customers. Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> and um, so, yeah, so this uh, this option package, it's uh, it's uh, 23,200. So you're looking at, you know, like, well... Yeah, almost. If you figure in taxes and and stuff like that, you're like pretty close to four hundred grand. Yeah, but they will throw in a chronograph. Oh, you know, a special watch that they designed especially for this model. Perfect for you. You love watches. And there's only (laughs) one thousand nine hundred sixty-three of these chronographs. Okay, and Porsche will give it to you, and it's worth about eighteen thousand (laughs) dollars. So uh, (laughs) that's your kickback for for getting your hands on a nine eleven SC. Now, obviously, these cars. They're probably they're gonna sell all of them yeah. immediately, and a lot of these owners will probably not put that much mileage on them, you know, to, to keep the value. Yes, and of course they'll be able to resell them in one year and two years for yeah. more money than they paid for them. Yeah, which is amazing. And sell it with the chronograph too, the ones with the, with the chronograph. <laughs> or we'll keep the chronograph. I don't know. <laughs> but you know, so yeah, again, so uh, that's uh, and another thing too is uh, Walter Rohr, uh, who's a very famous. Uh, a uh, German race car driver who was, was a world rally champion and mm-hmm. he's been very successful in road racing and he's been working with Porsche for years now in the development of the 911 and he called this one his favorite 911 really? because it's so pure Bec- and it's so, so light it's so light yeah. and because it's so loud and because <laughs> it's so authentic you know it's wow. uh, it's 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 a really the, the cool factor is off the charts with this car and 
if you've bought a GT3 Touring and you're waiting for one, uh, don't read anything I wrote about the 911 ST or any other journalist <laughs> that got the opportunity to drive the 911 ST because you'll regret yeah. buying a GT3 Touring and not being able to get your hands on that. <laughs> That's good way to put it, yeah. Uh, yeah. And on your side, you went to Europe and you drove the Mercedes-Benz CLE. Yeah, CLE. So, mm -hmm. you know, coupes, convertibles. Yeah. I mean, there used to be so many of them and so many choices. And now it's kind of a body style that's, well, going out of style. I mean, it's, you know, although it's very, very, very classy, especially in the luxury uh, segments, it's something that people are not buying as much as they used to. Mercedes has been known for their coupes, very elegant coupes and, and, and convertibles. Uh, C-class coupe, C-class convertible, E-class coupe, E-class convertible have all been, uh, kind of, uh, uh, consolidated in one model, CLE and, uh, CLE coupe and CLE convertible, uh, which is a good move because obviously the vehicle, the CLE is, longer uh, than the C-Class it used to be and longer than the E-Class also. So it's a big car. It's not uh, compact like... Uh, like uh, It doesn't look anything compact if you look at the pictures on the website, but it's very long. Um, it's, uh, it's definitely stylish because when you look at the EQ line of vehicles that's now coming out, the electric vehicles that are coming out of Mercedes-Benz, you know, there's sacrifices that have been made on the style and the grill and stuff like that. And being able to see and drive a new car from Mercedes-Benz, that's obviously a, a, a traditionally powered vehicle, but that keeps kind of the big front grille, signature yeah. Mercedes front grille and the lines, you know, and I, I, also it's a coupe and a convertible. So it's it's very refreshing to see that Mercedes kind of wants to cling on to that segment and still uh, supply that market with, with some elegant coupes and, 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 and convertibles. Obviously, we drove uh, in Europe uh, the uh, the CLE uh, with the four-cylinder turbo uh, engine, which is um, the only one we're going to get in Canada. Other markets uh, will get uh, the uh, the 450 engine, which is the six-cylinder, and also there's going to be a diesel out there. Uh, but in Canada, we start with a small uh, four-cylinder uh, two-liter engine, and that's the uh, the vehicle I drove. Uh, it outputs 295 foot-pounds of torque and 255 horsepower. So that's pretty much the the, the output that the uh, that every uh, 300 will will give you in the Mercedes lineup. Um, as far so not not real fast, not real like fast, a comfortable cruiser kind of thing. Yeah, well, you is, know, is exactly. the read that I get from the, just those horsepower it, torque figures exactly what you said. <laughs> I mean, it's it's a big car, right? Yeah. So. You know, as far as you want to buy this cruising around and it's very comfortable, you know, they like signature comfortable Mercedes yeah. drive. Uh, however, toss it around in the, uh, in, in, uh, on winding roads and, you know, you'll feel a little bit of the weight, but also you'll maybe find that at high speed, you'll, you'll, you'll be in lack of power. Um, it's still, uh, a, an engine transmission pairing that's that's that, that works for me it's no it's not a problem it's just that the 450 variant nothing has been confirmed should be should make it to canada it's already in the us so it should make it to canada at some point mercedes doesn't want to confirm it but you know for for some people that are thrilling that really want a little bit more power out of this i would i would certainly look into yeah. uh, uh uh waiting for that that variant but otherwise if you need a smooth ride uh just just enough acceleration off the start because there is that 
48, 48 volt uh, uh, starter generator system that's on Mercedes now, and it, you know it works well off the line. I have to admit, there's no problems if you're driving in the city. Yeah, sure. It's, it's definitely plenty of power performance down there. Um, in terms of interior space, I was with a, a, a colleague of mine who's kind of you know heavy set, a little bit a little, little bit bigger, and I'd say that for me it was just enough, and I'm very thin, bolstered seats. Uh, but you know, we were, we were kind of playing with our elbows a little bit in that car. It looks, it looks so much bigger from the outside, but yeah. inside I'd kind of, if I, if you're more on the heavier side, I would go into the dealership and see if you, if you, fit. if you fit, right. Yeah. Um, because Mercedes-Benz says it's three, gar- uh, it, you can fit three golf bags in the in the in the trunk. <laughs> I, you know, maybe golf bags have gotten smaller since I bought mine a long time ago. <laughs> maybe I would say that's a little tight fit, um, but but I, you know, we didn't have a, a tee off that day, so I couldn't test it. Yeah. You're gonna have to test it. Certainly not Rodney Dangerfield in Caddyshack size <laughs> golf bags. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's a fun. No, probably not. Um, we didn't get to drive the convertible uh, because it was only. For us to see, uh, that's going to be on another time. But uh, the uh, the coupe is going to come uh, to Canada at the beginning of the year, and the convertible is going to come a little bit later. Uh, still, with the interior, one thing that uh, bothered me a little bit is the navigation system with Mercedes. Um, there's a lot of there's a lot of um, uh, bells and whistles on it. There's a lot of you know like a, a, a virtual navigation uh, in Europe. On the screen, it was, you know, a little bit iffy. Uh, that's one of the things that uh, kind of got me, got us lost a little bit with, with the navigation. Something I would say, uh, uh, that, uh, I'd like uh, to have a little bit more, a little more clarity out of it. Obviously, we're in North America. Maybe city driving is a little bit more simple with, with our navigation system, but I found that it was a little slow. Oh, so, so you're, you're thinking, yeah, where you were driving in Europe with the narrow lanes and, narrow, and, yeah, it was and a the little, roundabouts with four, 14 exits. I, I, I mean, and, we, like we, that. and I've driven yeah. with every type of, of European vehicle in Europe, yeah. and I find that the navigation system needs a little bit, a little bit of tweaking. <laughs> but otherwise, comfortable, you know, everything's ergonomic. I mean, it's the new, it's not the full uh, interior from, from the, uh, from the um, uh, electric cars, like the full uh, hyperscreen or anything, it's just that the, like the E-class type uh, uh, screen, which is directed towards the driver, and it's 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 efficient where it is. I mean, mm-hmm. like it, it, it works for me, um, and, and definitely a little bit short on space uh, uh, for the rear seats, but that you can expect from from a coupe. Obviously, there's no, it's not out of the ordinary. Um, as far as uh, pricing for the 2024 Mercedes-Benz uh, CLE Coupe, we haven't had anything from Mercedes confirmed for now. Uh, but uh, obviously, they're going to they're gonna come be, uh, very soon because uh, the vehicle is going to be available at the uh, beginning of the year for the Coupe and a little bit later uh, in 2024 uh, for the convertible. Um, now for previews. Yes. Uh, we, uh, you are leaving uh, tomorrow for a very, very unique vehicle <laughs> from the same brand we just talked about. Uh, very, very Sorry. singular vehicle. Yeah. So it's the Mercedes Maybach EQS 680 SUV. <laughs> so this is the first electric vehicle from the Maybach ultra luxury line that is a uh, part of the Mercedes-Benz ecosystem. And um, <laughs> how can we describe it? It's a three-row SUV that's going to weigh over three tons and is going to accelerate as fast as a Porsche 911. So basically what you're looking at here is like Jesus, two electric motors with 649 horsepower, 700 
and one pound-feet of torque, zero to 100 in 4.4 seconds. And of course, it's a full luxury Maybach, so, you know, Everything you can think of in yeah. terms of uh, the interior appointments. Champagne the, flutes in the back? Yeah, probably. The, you know, a, fridge, <laughs> a fridge for your champagne and, and all that stuff. And of course, you know, the, the finest leathers and mm -hmm. woods and, 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 and stitching. And, uh, you know, so they're, they're really, obviously, you know, a, a Tesla SUV, uh, the, the, the plaid variants will go faster than this. That's not the point. The point here is they want to try to make it the ultra luxury SUV that's electric. Yes. You know, so, uh, you know, I don't know how many they're going to sell worldwide. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know how many they're going to sell in Canada. Mm -hmm. You know, maybe eight. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> maybe more. But nevertheless, we're going to go out to uh, Vancouver Island uh, to drive it there. And uh, we'll get to report back when we, when we come back about our driving impressions of this three-ton <laughs> SUV, <laughs> all electric. Wow, yeah. uh, no compromises anywhere with uh, with this vehicle. Uh, for my part, I'll be traveling on the east coast uh, of the U.S., New York, and Philadelphia to drive some Genesis vehicle, the uh, South Korean brand uh, Genesis. Uh, that's uh, kind of doing a little bit things a little bit differently in the market. Obviously, as you know, uh, we're going to be visiting a new uh, a customer experience uh, center in uh, near uh, Philadelphia and to see how uh, how. Uh, Genesis plans on taking over a little bit of the uh, North American market for their luxury, their luxury vehicles, electric and traditionally powered. So I can't wait to uh, to to see what they have uh, in store for their customers. Uh, thank you very much for listening for today's 18th episode of the Car Guide Podcast. And if you're going to Philadelphia, I expect you to do your best Rocky Balboa impersonation. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> I know you like to jog in the morning, yeah. so you have to do that. <laughs> Adrien! <laughs> so jog up the steps and okay. dance yeah. around when you get the, there. And, and, and it's the weather, too. It's yeah. the rocky weather with the, 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 the gray sweatpants. Yeah, and exactly. Perfect. All right. I'll take a selfie and, and send it to you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Thanks everyone for listening. We'll be uh, we'll be back in a couple of weeks with more news and more test drives. So long and take care. Thank you for listening to the Car Guide podcast. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review if you'd like. Visit us at carguideweb.com for daily updates and news on everything auto, as well as weekly reviews and drives. You can also follow us on Facebook, TikTok, YouTube, and Instagram at The Official Car Guide.